Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. All right, welcome to the program today. Our One of our co-hosts, Jonathan, is not with us, but we do have Phil and Russ in the studio. How are you guys today, brothers? Excellent. Glad to be here with you guys. Doing well. I, I want to just say up front that I feel bad. Um, last week I did say that all of us were going to be in the studio this week, and so we're not. <laughs> so Jonathan's a little under the weather yep, today. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, how did you, who hosts when I'm not here? <laughs> um, we actually just spend most of our time sitting around just looking at each other. Yeah. It's good radio. Yeah, kind of like it's we're good. doing, kind of like we're doing right yeah. now. Yeah, it's good radio, yeah. I think. Awesome. Well, you guys, we're, we're continuing to go through, you know, some of the top questions um, that deal with both theology and practice because all theology is practical and all practical theology rests on theology. I'm just thankful I don't have to correct me again. Thank you. Well, you know, you've helped me so much. So (laughs) Um, here's a question that is, I think actually really relevant for the time we live in. We're off air and we're sitting around the table talking about politics and the kingdom of God and what it looks like for the church the next few years. And this might seem like a a ball out in left field, but I don't think it is. Uh, What is the significance of baptism today and throughout church history? Sure. Um, Baptism uh, is the sign and seal of our uh, salvation, of uh, entrance into the covenant people of God. And uh, it's done with water in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And by the way, any, any baptism in any Christian denomination done with water and in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, uh, that's a baptism. And uh, so if, if you have been baptized with water in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, whether as an infant or as an adult, you are baptized. And it's the, well, let me, let me read some, some scripture from Romans chapter 6. What shall we say then? Are we to continue to sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know? Now now Paul's going to talk about baptism. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father— we too might walk in newness of life. Um, we often, or sometimes uh, Christians think of this, the, the water baptism as a symbolism of washing, and that's part of it. But the central image in the New Testament is death and resurrection, that I have died with Christ, I've been crucified with Christ, and by faith I've been raised with Christ to new life. As I like to tell young people, when you were born the first time, you came out wet from head to toe. And you get wet to symbolize your new birth in Christ. 
that you're a new creation. I think there's a tendency to undervalue significant uh, baptism. I think there's a, a tendency to overvalue it. Baptism is really just a, a way that God is is allowing us to see the gospel in as opposed to just hear the gospel. So mm-hmm. baptism is declaring the gospel. It's, it's really significant or signifying um, the reality of the new birth of, of us dying with Christ and being raised again, of us being crucified with Christ and coming, being made alive in, in Christ. Um, it's the idea of being washed and cleansed from our sins. It's, it's the picture of the work of Jesus Christ in the gospel. And so the sacraments, both baptism and the Lord's Supper, are really just another way for God to communicate the, the, the gospel to our senses. Mm-hmm. Um, so in communion, we, we have the bread, and, and we eat the bread, and we smell the wine and, and drink the wine. Um, it's it's to, to have us involve more of our senses in the gospel declaration. Because God wants to give us assurance of our forgiveness, yep. mm-hmm. of His love for us, um, of mm-hmm. all those things, and so when you think about that, the, the idea is Martin Luther. Every day he was alive, would wake up, and the first thing he would say is, "I am baptized." And what Luther was saying was, "I embrace what my baptism signified." Mm-hmm. That I am a child of God, that I have been forgiven my sins, that I'm a new person in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea that baptism is a one-time event is, is, couldn't be further from the truth. It's an ongoing reality. Mm-hmm. I am baptized, ongoing. Yeah. And we're supposed to, I think, reflect on what that means day by day. I think, I think one mistake that makes what you said hard to make practical for our lives is that what does baptism signify? And both of you guys, I think, did a great job of talking about it. But I think some people think that baptism signifies my faith, just like, well, communion signifies my well, faith. Sure. And that, that's completely wrong. Uh, baptism doesn't signify really anything about you per se. What it signifies is what Christ well, it is, does signify that they're a dead sinner. That's filthy. And... Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I guess a little bit hyperbole is not helpful here. Yeah. Um, but I guess when the, when the impetus, when the emphasis is all on, well, I'm getting baptized because this represents me believing, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's not correct. It represents what Jesus Christ has done. And w- when we see that, then the way that you were describing Martin Luther, you know, getting up and saying, I've been baptized, he's, he's, tell, he's preaching himself to himself the gospel in one sense, because he says, God has given me this token of, you know, picture of, of Christ dying and, and rising f- for me, and I am in Christ through this spiritual baptism signified by water. He's embracing his union with Christ. So mm-hmm. if you read the significant passages in the New Testament that talk about baptism, what you're also reading are significant passages that uh, help the the, a believer understand union with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how are we united to Christ? By faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the benefits of baptism, if you will, are only ours because of faith. Mm-hmm. But faith is a gift. Mm-hmm. Faith is because of the gracious aspect of, of God. So 
<laughs> no matter how you slice it, baptism is pointing to the work of a, a gracious triune God on behalf of his people. Um, the, the work of the spirit to, to, to bring about repentance, uh, the gift of faith, the, the foreknowledge of God in, in electing his, his people, the person and work of Jesus Christ to secure um, salvation. Um, no, baptism is never about what I'm declaring other than I need what I can't provide for myself, and I can only have it because of the work of God on my behalf. Amen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lob you guys a, a softball, uh, whichever one of you wants to take it. But, uh, okay, I, I'm, I'm a member of your church, and I come to you and I say, Pastor, um, you know, I was baptized as an infant, but I just had a real renewing experience in my faith. And, um, man, you know, God has just poured out his Holy Spirit on me, and uh, it's a like it's a new beginning for me, and so I want to get rebaptized. And uh, can we do that this Sunday? I better not answer because I'd be sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, you're more sanctified this morning, so why don't you give us a good pastoral answer? If we understand that baptism is signifying the work of Jesus Christ, does he have to go to Calvary's cross again? That's the reason why we, we say you're, you're only baptized once, because it always signifies the one work of Jesus Christ on behalf of his people. Mm-hmm. To be rebaptized, you're almost saying, oh, I need Jesus to be crucified again. Well, no. Baptism always has the same, has the same meaning. Um, and this is why... Um, I, I actually thought at one point Josh was going to quote the larger catechism on I this. Have it, I have it here okay. still. <laughs> About improving our baptism, and that yes. sounds like a weird phrase, but I'll let Josh kind of yeah. flesh that out a little bit. Well, part, part of the idea is that uh, not only when somebody else is being baptized in our church, but like what the reference to Martin Luther, is we can, quote-unquote, improve our baptism all the time as Christians. This is what yeah. the larger catechism says, question 167. How is our baptism to be improved by us? And this is the answer. The needful but much neglected duty of improving our baptism is to be performed by us all our life long, especially in the time of temptation and when we are present at the administration of it to others. Here's how we do it. By serious and thankful consideration of the nature of it and of the ends for which Christ instituted it, the privileges and benefits conferred and sealed thereby, and our solemn vow made therein, by being humbled from our, for our sinful defilement, our falling short of and walking contrary to the grace of baptism and our engagements, by growing up to assurance of pardon of sin and of all other blessings sealed to us in that sacrament, by drawing strength from the death and resurrection of Christ into whom we are baptized for the mortifying of sin and the quickening of grace, and by endeavoring to live by faith, to have our conversation in holiness and righteousness as those that have been given their names up to Christ, and to walk in brotherly love as being baptized by the same Spirit into one body. Hmm. Some of the old divines used to, um, as a call to, to holiness, remind the people in the church that they had a baptized forehead. Mm-hmm. And what they meant by that was that in baptism, God has placed his triune name upon us. And implication is that 
that's a call to that we're his people and we're to live as those that the reality, the symbolism of baptism is true of, mm-hmm. that I'm no longer in my sins, that I've died to those sins, mm-hmm. that I've been made alive in Christ. That I've been separated from the world. That I've been separated from the world, that I have a baptized forehead. I have mm-hmm. the triune God's name upon me, and it's a call. It's really a it's a call upon my life to say, now live what is symbolized here. Mm-hmm. You you mentioned earlier that uh, Martin Luther, when he woke up in the morning, would say to himself, preach to himself, I am baptized. And when he did that, he would physically put his hand on his own forehead as a physical reminder of the water of baptism. And I, I'm sure you guys probably do the same thing, but uh, in uh, in my church, and it's uh, simply a part of our, part of our uh, tradition and the, and the baptism liturgy that we use, and I think this is pretty common among Reformed, that every time I do a baptism, I remind everyone there, I say to everyone there, remember your baptism. Mm. As you watch this baptism, you remember your baptism, that you belong to God, that you've been born anew by the Spirit of God. But I can't remember, you have 10 seconds, but I can't remember my baptism. Uh, yeah, I don't remember mine. I, I was baptized when I was about six weeks old. Yeah. But praise God, I was baptized into God's family and and. and People kept promises to raise me in the knowledge and love of God, but most of all, God's promise that I am a part of the people of God. Uh, and 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 as I grew and professed faith, God's God's promise was fulfilled in my life. And praise God! I don't remember it, but I claim it. Amen. Well, you've been listening to Gospel for Life. We will see you next time. 